Let me take a couple seconds. We'll talk about Anchor. Are you like me and you've thought about trying a podcast for a while? Either you just like talking into a microphone or you got something to say you just want to let out into the world or, you know, you've always wanted to do something with a friend. Okay. Anchor's the way to go. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. So you know it's definitely in your budget. I know money to get going can be an issue. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Really make it pretty easy peasy, which if you're like me and you don't know what you're doing, it's right in your wheelhouse. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more outlets. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. It really doesn't get any simpler. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Feel free to come on in. There's some coffee on the stove. There's some snacks in the fridge. Grab what you need. Pull up a seat. Make yourself comfortable. Today we're going to focus on self-love. I'm going to kind of go a little bit more off the cuff and see where this thing flows just kind of what feels right in the moment self-love is such a broad term and there's really no one definition and it's the type of thing that's going to mean something different for everyone you ask and None of that's a bad thing. It just comes down to tuning into who we are and what we need at any particular moment and allowing yourself to flow with it instead of tuning it out in order to follow what we think we're supposed to do or what the outside world demands of us. And it's really easy to fall into that trap and it's really easy to run ourselves into the ground, not just physically, but spiritually, mentally, emotionally, And the analogy I really like to use is that of a pitcher. You know, we're each a pitcher. If you want to imagine lemonade or 
Kool-Aid or water. I kind of like Kool-Aid because as much as I, even as a kid, wasn't crazy about this stuff, I was always fascinated with Kool-Aid, man. I mean, it's a living, talking glass pitcher that busts through walls. Oh, by the way, the pitcher is open and God only knows what's going in on the top. I mean, you busting through brick and busting through wood. I mean, you know, all kinds of stuff is kind of bouncing around and floating around in the top. Anyway, back on track. So, yeah, we're all a pitcher and... Over the course of days and weeks, we're always giving, always pouring out from that pitcher and sharing with those in need. And a lot of times, we're trying to pour out more than what we have in the pitcher because we feel like we have to, we feel like we're obligated to. But let me offer this. What are we really giving out if we're pouring from an empty pitcher? It's just going to be a lot of, you know, ice cubes and, you know, that little sediment stuff that, you know, kind of comes from the sugar and the powder or whatever if you're pouring out lemonade or Kool-Aid. Um... And if it's, you know, open Kool-Aid from Kool-Aid Man after busting through a wall, God knows what's in there too. But anyway, I got to get off that. (laughs) But yeah, you're really not giving as much as you'd like to think you are. So with that in mind, you've really got to focus on giving giving to yourself. Fill in that picture. Even when it comes to, you know, family, when it comes to the significant and the kiddos, are you really giving them the best of what you got if you're running on empty? You can't. So that's something that we all really need to consider. And again, how that is, it changes from person to person. It changes from day to day. You know, some days, you know, we need a smoothie. Other days, we need a nap. Some days, we need to go and socialize. Other days, it could be going to an exercise class. I'm not going to be able to tell you what it is you need. That's for you to figure out and navigate going from day to day. Now, we're going to go into this in a couple of acts. Um, the first one, it this is being recorded in mid-February. So, it is Valentine's season you know, the time of year when, speaking of 
giving more than you have, you're expected to not only be with somebody, but to bust your budget and buy them all kinds of shit. Because we're taught that that's what we're supposed to do. But... Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that because of the season. And this piece I'm going to read from, it's going to segue a lot into self-love, which is the overall topic. And it feels like it's a good fit. I didn't necessarily plan it that way. I kind of wanted to do this episode some time back, and it just didn't work out. So maybe that just means it's all going to tie together. But... Gonna take a little breather and then we'll get going. Thanks for stopping in. This is Beacon Road. And thanks for sticking around. This is Beacon Road. I am Rich Levesque. The topic of today's episode is self-love. And I'm gonna segue into that with a piece that I wrote this was back in 2017 when I really first got into writing and there was a lot of stuff that I kind of needed to process through about Valentine's Day which you know for my own reasons I'm not really a fan other people love it and that's fine that's awesome but to each their own um If you want to read and follow along, I do have it posted on my blog, and it's going to be at beaconroad.net, so you're welcome to go and check it out. But anyway, from 2017, uh, Valentine's Day. If I could literally disappear from the planet for... 24 hours a year of my choosing, it would be this day. Just one of those days that can make you feel awful all around. It really shouldn't, but... Yeah. But I'm not sure what's worse. To be single and quote-unquote forever alone. Having no one to spend a day with. To be single and longing for someone who is with another. To be in a relationship and separated from your significant by distance or circumstance. To be in a relationship that is built on bullshit and trying to convince yourself that you are spending a precious moment with a special someone. Jesus Christ, just stop. With the stupid jewelry, flowers, chocolate, whatever the hell else you have going on. It's like we are told we are worthless unless we have someone. And then if we do, we essentially have to bribe them to stay with us. That is certainly the world Madison Avenue is trying to sell you. And we buy it up like lemmings. 
to the tune of what they say is an average of well over $100 per person every year that some of us may or may not be able to afford to effectively bribe our significant other to not pursue the guy in her office that looks at her in a way you haven't in 20 years. That is the message. Pay up or you're not worth it. Pay up before someone else does. Well, I have something I would like to say about that. Fuck that noise. That is not what true love is about. It never has been. It never will be. Love is a spiritual thing, man. It's when two people click at a higher level. It's not something to be bought and paid for. Love is built. Love is a choice. Love is created. Love is a connection between spirits. Love is a... It's making memories and creating moments. Love is carrying each other in times of need. Love is savoring the good, fighting through the bad, and everything in between. Love is seeing their beauty when they're at their worst. Love is celebrating when they're at their best. Love is saying, you are enough and everything I could ever want. Love is the giving of all of yourself, all the good, all the darkness, and the trusting that the fragile parts won't be tossed away. Love is every day, every hour, every minute. Love is not a dozen roses a couple times a year or a diamond bracelet or a dream vacation. I'm not saying they're not beautiful, but the meaning behind them is so much more important. The meaning is what lasts. Flowers die. Vacations end. But meaning, yes, you can get just as much meaning from the simplest of gifts. It's not the money that matters. It's heart. It's spirit. It's making your other feel safe and blessed and like the most important person in the world to you. Love is not an ultimatum. Love is not a price. Love is simply not a band-aid to make you feel good at the moment. Love isn't a budget. Love isn't society's rules. Love is not giving simply to get. Love is not a trophy, not an award. Love is not comparing what you have to what someone else may or may not. Love is on your terms, your time, and nobody else's. So let's talk about being alone on this day. Don't fret it. Like everything else, it's an opportunity. An opportunity to work on the most important thing that you can do. And the most important thing you have to do before you can truly love others. It's about loving yourself. Yep, that's what I said. Love yourself. Get your ass out of bed. Make yourself a nice cup of coffee if that's your jam. And go look in the mirror. Don't focus on the bedhead or the lack of makeup or the bags under your eyes. See past the imperfections. 
look straight through yourself to your soul. You got one there, I promise. Take a look deep and tell yourself with meaning, with heart, with conviction. You are enough. You are a badass. I freaking love you, man. Repeat it over and over. I don't care how stupid it looks or sounds. No one's watching anyway. Say it like you believe it. And if you hear it enough, eventually you will. When you're done, take yourself and do something special. It doesn't have to be expensive. If you're broke, go take a walk in nature. Life will feel so much better. Think about what does make you great and don't worry if anyone agrees with you. Screw it. It's all about you and giving yourself what you need. And always remember every day, if you're single, married, taken, confused, whatever, always remember you are love, you are loved, you are enough. Now, forget about the crap being slung at you. Remember that it's just another day your butt made it out of bed. And that in itself is always a blessing. We don't know how many of those we're going to have left. So go enjoy the hell out of this one, okay? Gonna take a big break, and when I come back, we're gonna hear from some of you. Some of your responses to what is self love? Now, some of them are gonna be a little bit repetitive, but not necessarily because everybody says them in their own words and in their own vision. And we'll kind of riff off of that in a little bit. Hang tight for a little bit. Go grab yourself another snack. This is Beacon Red. And thanks for sticking around. This is Beacon Road. I am Rich Levesque. And in today's episode, we are talking about self-love. Now, several weeks back, I posted in my social media communities and was asking people to comment about what self-love means to them. And I got a lot of really good answers and I'm just going to kind of go through them in order. And yeah, a lot of them are very self-explanatory and I'll let them be. And you know, with others, I may feel the urge to bounce off and talk about them a little bit. I think a lot of these could be broken down into deeper and longer concepts, but I'm sure people don't want to hear me talking for three hours, so we'll kind of keep it streamlined, but hopefully you'll kind of get the ideas of where we're going here. I'm going to start with um, Facebook comments, and there's a group on Facebook, 
if you look up Beacon Road Community. If a lot of what I talk about and what I write connects with you, you're more than welcome to jump in and hang out. There's a lot of good stuff going on there. Nanette writes, making time to do absolutely nothing is as important, if not more important, than time spent getting things done. Hope you're taking notes, guys. Sometimes even family and friends don't understand when you say you're too busy doing nothing to join in whatever demand they want of you. Doing nothing is so underrated and less can be so much more. It's a lot of what we talked about before with expectations. Sometimes you just gotta take care of what you need and sometimes, you know what? Sometimes you need to go and park yourself on the couch and binge watch The Office. You know? And you know what? Yeah, if that's what you feel like you need to do and, you know, somebody wants you to go out for coffee and you're not feeling it and you tell them you're busy, yeah, that counts as being busy. You don't know anybody an explanation for anything. Um, Jesse adds masturbation. Now, I can't tell if he was being humorous or not, but yeah, that's, you know, connecting with yourself in that manner. That's part of connecting with who you are. It's part of connecting to an important part of how you operate and what you need. And it helps you to learn what turns the switch and what doesn't. And it helps you to be a better partner. Of course, you know, like anything else, it can be abused. And when you're with a partner, there's, you know, pieces that you kind of need to work out what you're each comfortable with. And that's between you to figure out, of course. But... You know, there certainly doesn't need to be shame involved in it. And I think a lot of us were taught that. And, you know, whether it's through religion or other shame mechanisms. Like, no, Jesus is not watching you masturbate he's you know if he's even a thing and 
to me, that part doesn't matter because I still think, you know, the concept of who he is in the Gospels, he's pretty badass. And I can think that without ever stepping foot into a church. But that's me. Everybody's going to have their own way and means of connecting with that or not at all. And it's all okay. I just mention that because a lot of times that's used as a shaming mechanism for people around this and other subjects. And, you know, that's not okay. Megan writes, taking care of my soul, tuning into my wants and needs before the family spouse. Yeah, it's just like what I mentioned before about the pitcher. If you're pouring from an empty pitcher, you're not given as much as you think you are. Jordan adds, taking a shower. Yep. A lot of times for a lot of us, if you know we're in a full household or we have kids or whatnot, sometimes that's our escape pad. That's our time alone for the day. And sometimes just that time out is what we need to get us through. Shannon writes, for me, it's walking in nature, treating myself to good things that nourish my soul, meditation and being with myself and my favorite places, loving life, and being grateful for everything that I have in this moment. Mm-hmm. Tessa writes, personally, self-love is fluid. It may look different every day, but as a foundation, my self-love often takes shape in acceptance of the truths I hold. My feelings and experiences, be they easy or ugly, I think just being willing to accept hard truths rather than ignoring or cutting away parts of who I am because they're painful has been instrumental in becoming connected to myself. For me, it's a practice that looks like many different things. It's about being willing to find out what they are as they come. And from Lee, acceptance of myself exactly as I am, where I am today, even if I'm not feeling great about it. As a thing, you can you can accept yourself as you are, where you're at, you know, and knowing that you're doing your best with what you got that day. From Brandy. The belief that you are valuable and worthy. Regard for your own self, well-being, and happiness. Yep, that covers it all. From Jody, being totally okay with who I am in this moment. Honoring that I am a divine soul that came here to have a human experience. And therefore, will experience all sorts of things whether my human self will call them good or bad. Big nugget here, letting go of self-judgment. 
Yes. That's part of it. Letting go of that voice that judges you choosing yourself first. You know, and a lot of a lot of times we mix up being the word selfish and intertwine it with being an asshole. And there's a difference between filling your cup first and rolling right through at the expense of others. These are very different things. Just because you're choosing to fill your own cup doesn't mean you can't do so in a way of kindness. I hope that makes sense. From Karen, it's listening to your body and the quiet whisperings of your soul. It's acceptance without judgment. It's gratitude without the what ifs. It's confidence that emerges from self-doubt. It's trust that shines through the fear. It's an expression of our truth. It's taking care of our own needs and honoring that need for others to do the same. It's going for a walk alone in the rain. It's eating healthy, it's exercising, it's taking care of a sick loved one, it's feeding your family, it's walking your dog, it's paying it forward, it's helping a friend in need. Any true expression of love is an act of self-love because in order for it to be genuine and true, it can only come from self-love, that love that we already are. Okay, one more. I'm going to take another break. This is from Zoe. Self-love is recognizing when I need alone time, silly time, or just going to bed early without feeling guilty over unfinished obligations. Self-love is walking away from drama, chaos, and toxic people before they drain me dry. Self-love is establishing boundaries with everyone I'm around so that I don't need as many down days in the future. These are huge. And these are going to come up again a couple other times. But on the other side, when we come back, we'll speak in road. And welcome back to the Beacon Road Podcast. I am Rich Levesque. And going through some of the responses from what I posted on social media, asking people what self-love meant to them. And I'm going through a lot of the different responses, and I think that it's very important to see that it means that you see both the diversity of the responses... And some of the repetition, because I think people have different ways of saying some of the same things. And I think, you know, some of the 
pieces that keep coming up need to be repeated. So I'm perfectly okay with that. Let's you know, restart here from Bella. I feel like self-love looks as different as the situation. Sometimes it's discipline. Sometimes it's letting go of all control. Sometimes it's taking. Sometimes it's giving. It's all about that you know, flow and you know, seeing where you are on any particular day. I talked about it's true. It, you know, you know, some days, you know, your body craves the salad. Some days your body craves the smoothie. Some days your body craves the burger. And all three are perfectly okay. Chad, today, my self-love is not pulling all my money out of the bank, even though I'm worried the government wants to take it for payment. Hashtag, I'm worth more than my bank account. How many times do we give up our own needs for fear of financial stuff? And that's its own whole... That's its own whole universe of stresses and judgments and bullshit that go on for hours and hours just on that from Suzanne being totally transparent authentic free of judgments expectations or conditions placed on myself or others yeah that's a big one um we're naturally inclined we're kind of wired to judge and expect and all these things So I think in time, that stuff's just got to kind of happen, but we don't have to hold on to those because that's when we really start beating up on ourselves and we kind of feel like we're letting ourselves down or we feel like we failed or things don't look like what we envisioned that they would. And it's important to let that go because you know we're not our expectations we're not our results sometimes we're going to nail it sometimes we're going to learn from it and it's all perfectly part of the plan and from K self love for me is downtime with myself without the guilt that I haven't done dishes or cleaned the house so the laundry is piled up or and the ability to say no to things I'd rather not do because I'm emotionally overloaded. Yes. Doesn't always have to be done right now if that's not what you need. From Bri Brianna. Giving myself first that which I long for from another not waiting for someone to see me doing without love, affection, validation, security, money, health, etc. in order for them to want to give it to me. Giving it to myself first without having to wait to feel like I've earned it from others has been the greatest gift. And that's 
you know, that's a whole big Pandora's box of feeling like we need others to validate us. We need others to love us. We need others to see us. And when it doesn't happen or if it stops happening, we, so much at a time, we let it ruin our own vision of who we are. Yet, the thing is, if, again, if we learn to fill ourselves first, it's going to allow us to not need the validation from others, but we'll be able to better, because we're whole, enjoy, appreciate what we do receive and what we can give. And it lets go a lot of the expectations and the pressures of being in and staying in relationships and being able to let them flow their natural course. Christopher, as was mentioned, having a strong relationship with my no. It is so important. There's nothing that, there's few things that break us down more than feeling like we have to do things that we don't want to do. Kills us. From Emmy, sometimes it's okay being enough with myself and my body. Other days, it's really liking the person I am and the person I'm always in process of becoming. Yes. From Connie, putting my well being first, making my own self care a priority. From Jacqueline. Self-acceptance. I couldn't truly love myself until I finally let go of the anger most of the time over the mental illness. To anyone, mentally ill or not, to accept who we are and still like the person we are, warts and all, to understand our limitations and forgive ourselves. Acceptance. That is self-love to me. Yes. You know, we all have our own stuff we collect along the way and you know that takes chips and scratches out of us but that doesn't mean we're any less deserving of anything especially from ourselves Our quote-unquote warts don't define us. Unless we decide they do. From Crystal. Self-love is taking care of yourself and doing stuff that you feel puts you at peace. Snuggling in bed with a good book with two dogs seems to be my life lately and I'm fine with it. Having a day that is a self-care day, getting hair done, mani-pedi for some. Everyone is different. A saying I'm trying to learn to live by, especially lately. Don't be so busy making a living that you forget to have a life. 
That's a big one. Don't be so busy making a living that you forget to have a life. From Joe. For me, self-love is an unconditional commitment to my well-being and happiness. Not compromising or sacrificing my own well-being to please others. Radical acceptance of every part of me, shadows and all. Jenny on Instagram. Cutting out toxic people in your life. Setting boundaries. Forgiving yourself. Layla also on the gram. I'm up there um, at Beacon Road. Nice and simple. Meditation, hot baths, journaling, co-creating poems, playing with kittens, heart-centered communication, making my life a priority over and over and over again, falling in love with myself. From Terry. Everything that you need in order to have a quiet mind. Doing everything for yourself that you need to have peace. Finding peace however you can get there takes you a long, long way. Now, before I wrap it up, I'm going to share a piece that Mary sent along. Self-love. My self-love comes first. It's not selfish or narcissistic. We are born with self-love. Some of us have forgotten. Self-love doesn't permit self-bashing. Self-love allows embracing abundance. When I fill myself full of self-love, the excess flows out to the universe. My self-love cannot come from within anyone else. Self-love permits me to give. Self-love is eating food with a healthy mind and body. Self-love is smiling at myself in the mirror. Self-love is appreciation of my body. Self-love allows receiving. Self-love allows love. I think that's as good a place as any to bring this thing home. However you got here, thanks for stopping by. And I hope you come by again. Please feel free to subscribe on your podcast platform of choice or over on YouTube. Just search Beacon Road and you'll find me. My website is beaconroad.net and there you're going to find a blog from you know myself and others sharing our thoughts you're also going to find a link for resources for mental health for well-being for those that are in need of services for physical, mental health, addictions, 
A lot of resources up there for you to check out. There's also a little store with inspirational little quotes that you can wear around or you can strap on your car or your laptop or wherever you put stickers and things. And you're going to want to keep keep in touch because there's always going to be different stuff coming up and there's big things coming down the pike for Beacon Road. Join our Facebook community. You can search it on the book at Beacon Road Community. I am on Twitter at Beacon Road, the number 10. Again, Beacon Road 10. And on Instagram, at Beacon Road. The whole purpose is to connect those of us that are, for whatever reason, however we got there, kind of feel lost and disconnected along the way and the goal is to build communities where you can kick up and be home be who you are and connect to what your soul screams for instead of what's expected or feeling like you need to hide or stuff your pain it's a place to release and it's a place to find your magic anybody that feels the need is always welcome so most valuable thing that we have to give in this world is our time because it's limited and for those of you listening you chose to spend some of that time with me thank you very much we'll be in touch soon I'm Rich Levesque take care peace love